What did the uh, mother spider say to the baby spider? You spend too much time on the web. <laughs> Why are computers so very, very smart? It's simple. They listen to their motherboard. Doesn't get any better than that, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Praise God. Have you ever you ever had a spit bath when you was a kid? Get into church and mama go. Well, they have taken saliva from mothers and sent it in to have it tested. And the formula of mother's saliva is identical to formula 409. You can take her saliva and, and put it on a Kleenex and it will take rust off of a bumper. Mama knows how to clean, don't she? Aren't you glad that I don't write these myself? Yep. But we do honor mothers today. It's a very, very special day. Uh, to take time just to say thank you for all the things you do. And, uh, you know, you're cooking pies, you're making toast in the morning, you're, you're making coffee, and you're doing laundry, and there's just all types of things that mothers are doing, and mothers are awesome. They are just awesome. Awesome mom. We all have different concepts of mothers and, and how we were raised, and, and sometimes the comment isn't the greatest, and sometimes it's more than unbelievable. But awesome moms. Awesome mom, A of awesome, stands for always. Mom is always on the job. Mom is always available. Mom is always looking out. And I found a scripture in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And it talks about love and how, how love is, is such a, a unique element of our life. And uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful scripture verse. And, and I just want to share just a little bit uh, with that uh, scripture with you because there's something very, very special towards the end of, of that particular reading that I have today. And that is that uh, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. That's an element of love, but then there's more to it than that. And I put the word always. In verse 7 it says, It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. So love protects, love trusts, love hopes, and love perseveres. And I attribute that to mother. The A of awesome is mother is always protective. If you want to get into a real problem, get between the mother bear and the cub. 
and you are dead meat. She's coming after you because you are not part of the family. And so uh, the protecting element of mother is, 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 is unbelievable. She, she has that instinct ability to protect. Uh, my mother tells me that uh, when I was about two, I, I loved to climb. And she walked into the kitchen, and in the kitchen there is a, a set of drawers that leads up to a china closet. And I was on the top drawer reaching for a glass out of, the, out of the glass when she found me. I just had climbed right up there, and she said her heart jumped three leaps. She said, I, I wanted to scream, but I thought if I did, you'd fall down. She said, so I just went as fast as I could to you and grabbed you before you fell down. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand what her problem was. I was having a great time getting what I needed. And, and she, But the protection element is always there in mother. She's always wanting to think the best. She's always there to to encourage. She's always there to, to, uh, to bring hope in hopeless situations. The W in the awesome is for washing. Mother washes the dishes. Mother washes bodies. Mother washes clothes. Mother washes windows. There's, there's very few things that mother do, mothers do not wash. Um, uh, there, there was a scripture verse, sometimes death comes in an early relationship in a marriage, and, and so we have a young widow. And in, in 1 Timothy, it talks about no widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60 and has been faithful to her husband and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people, helping those in trouble, and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. So she is set apart because she has washed the feet of people. The scriptures is very important to realize that it's in that concept of a young widow, how that she is evaluated by what she's done. And the washing of feet was something that Jesus commented about. He, he walks into this house and nobody washes his feet. And that was a custom of the day. Everyone came in, the servants would wash their feet because it was dusty and dirty out in the streets and, and uh, it was just a, a convenience and a customary thing that would take place. But there was a lady there who was crying and at his feet, washing his feet with her tears. And people were wanting to rebuke her. And he says, man, none of you in here washed my feet, but she has. And so it was a custom of the day. And so in order to be put on the list of a widow to be taken care of, you had to be one who was devoted to doing good deeds for others. And it stood out. For the word, uh, for the E word is encouragement or to encourage. Mothers are people who encourage. Someone said, yes, you encourage your child to talk. The first two years, you work with them diligently. You encourage them to talk. You encourage them to walk. Those first two years, it's just a lot of times of encouragement. You put toys out there, things for them to walk towards and do everything you can to get them to walk and talk those first two years. 
Then the next 16 years, you do everything you can by saying, will you please be quiet and sit down? Make up your mind, Mom. What do you want? You know, But it's, it's true. And so a spirit of encouragement is one of the key elements of a mother. And uh, Hebrews, it says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. Encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And let us consider how we may spur one, on, spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Mothers have a way of getting your attention and encouraging you to do good deeds, doing kind things for other people. Encouragement is such an important thing because the world is full of sin. And sin has a way of hardening our hearts and turning us away from God. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 says, Not giving up meeting together, as some in, in the habit of doing, but encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. So don't give up meeting together. But as you see the t return of Christ, encourage people to come into church house. Come, encourage them to come. Today, across America, some folks are in church because mother has encouraged them to come. The spirit of encouragement is, is powerful when it comes from the voice of your mother. Sometimes it gets to the point where it's nagging, but, you know, we don't go there. But uh, if it is nagging, then it's your fault because you're not listening. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 10 says, He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you're doing. The encouragement of a mother. She can take a wounded child that comes home from school that is just really upset and can calm them down and bring them to peace of mind. One of the greatest things that a mother can do is to take that first 20 minutes that the kid is home from school and just let them talk. And just let them talk. Matter of fact, they say that children that don't have that, more often than not, will find themselves on a calming drug to calm them down. It is amazing the power of encouragement, of taking the day and letting that child share the ups and downs of the day and how he went through it and how she made it through and, and just be a spirit of encouragement that comes from mother. It is absolutely phenomenal what mother can do in building encouragement and building each other up. In Romans chapter 15 and verse 5 says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement. Who gives endurance and encouragement? The God. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude and mind towards each other as Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify God the Father, your Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then just as Christ accepts you in order to bring praise to God. Encouragement. Where does encouragement come from? It comes from God. The greatest thing you can do, Mom, is get close to God. Because God will fill you with endurance. He will fill you with endurance. I, I, I marvel at the hours 
it's never done. The hours of changing diapers and doing laundry, uh, especially some of you that have been in the past, you didn't know what a pamper was. You had the cloth diapers going through all that activity. Yes, it is amazing the hours that mothers have done. And so I think just the concept of motherhood uh, brings you closer to God. Um, I, as a man, I would say that uh, being a mother would bring you real close to God because when your baby's coming, you're screaming to God and you're slapping your husband. So we're to accept one another just as Christ has accepted us. And how can we do that? Because God gives us the spirit of endurance and God gives us the spirit of encouragement. So mothers, thank you for the encouragement you give your children. Awesome, mom, is strength. The S in awesome is strength. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 10. This scripture verse speaks to the Israelite nation. But when we come to know Jesus Christ, we're adopted into the family of God, and guess what? All the promises that are for Israel are for us. And so Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, I am with you. Say it with me. I'm with you. I'm with you. Say it again. I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God's saying, don't fear. I know what tomorrow holds, and I am bigger than tomorrow, and I'm bigger than the problems you will have to face in life. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, God's righteous right hand. God is saying, I know who you are, and I will pick you up. I will help you with my righteous right hand. Now, I don't know about you, but it's always nice when uh, life knocks you down that there's somebody there that can encourage you, that can say, come on. Let me help you up. Let's get after this. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And, and, and God is saying, I want to strengthen you, Mother, so that you can rise above the things that's going on in this world today. We have so much junk going on in the world today. We must move above and beyond what's going on. We ought to always thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Powerful verses of Scripture about being the first fruit. God's chosen to be the first fruit. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 15 says, So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the teachings that we pass on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, our Father, who loved us by his grace, gave us eternal encouragement and good hope. Encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Strength comes from God from the written word as well as the spoken word. My mother, through the years, would always write with a green ink pen. It was kind of her signature. And she had absolutely wonderful penmanship. 
and so much that when uh, she was a young lady, they uh, hired her on at a car dealership, Bank House Motors in Lisbon, Ohio. And she was the one who wrote the letter to the manufacturing of the Jeep for that company to acquire the rights to sell Jeeps in their company. And they, uh, they didn't believe that she was uh, the age that she was. She was only like 18 years old. And they teased her that we had a kid working for us and didn't know it. They thought she was older than that. And in, in, the, in the writing of that letter, and in the letters that she wrote me through the years, I, it was very distinct. When you saw a letter coming and you saw it was green ink, you knew it was mom, and you saw the handwriting, you said, absolutely, that's mother. And she would encourage me on the phone. She would encourage me face-to-face. But she would also send letters of encouragement while I was going through Bible college and, and through ministry. And I want to encourage you moms that sometimes it's just a simple note that makes a difference for your child. And there is strength that comes from doing good deeds and bringing encouragement. You see, it's the grace of God who gives us eternal encouragement and good hope. There there is hope and there is encouragement that comes from God that goes on to eternity. As we go through the word awesome, we have the O word, which is overcomer. Mom, you're an overcomer. There's obstacles you've had to overcome. Sometimes it was uh, difficulties at jobs. Sometimes it may have been a divorce, but you are, are an overcomer. In John chapter 16 and verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. Some translations say you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome come the world. Mom, you're an overcomer because you don't allow the things of the world to push you down. In 1 John 5, 2, it says, this is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out His commandments. In fact, this is love for God, to keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. And for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, an overcomer. You believe the Scriptures. You believe that God sent His Son Jesus to die on Calvary's cross. You believe that the Bible is true. You believe that there is power and anointing in the Word of God, and it changes your life, and it changes the life of your children. You believe that God hears your prayers and continues to answer those prayers, especially for those children that are not living the way they should. And you continue to pray, God continues to hear, and the Holy Spirit can continue to do the work of drawing them, drawing them, drawing them. It's so important that you realize that you're an overcomer. How are you an overcomer? You're an overcomer because... You believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're an overcomer because you put Christ first. And you know that if you put Christ first, He will take care of everything else in your life. Mom, you're a manager. The M for awesome is manager. You manage picking up the children after school. You manage getting them to their sports events. 
You managed to get them to church. You managed to put food on the table. You managed to get enough clothes on your back for the next day. You're constantly managing your time, managing your vehicle, managing everything in your life so that everything goes well. And there are days that that all blows up in your face and you just want to crawl in a corner and cry. I encourage you to do that because women tell me it makes them feel better when they cry. Us men, it, it, it works in the opposite direction. So uh, that's because we're different and we can, re, we can celebrate that. Amen? So a manager. Mom manages. That is one of the key things of knowing how to manage. In 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 15, So I counsel young widows. Young widows were counseled to marry. Young widows were counseled to get married again, to have children, to manage their homes, and give the enemy no opportunity for slander. It's interesting to see that the requirements for for being put on the widow's list for the church to take care of you, you had to be over 60. And so the younger ones are saying, you know what, you've got a lot of years ahead of you, you need to get married. And when you get married, you need to do what you need to do, and that is manage the home. Take care of things. Make sure that there's food on the table. Make sure that the kids have the right clothes on at the right time. Yes, and get the right shoe on the right foot. (laughs) All those things. Managing, managing, making sure the bills are paid. Why is that so important? Because your husband sits at the gate of the city and people walk by and they call him blessed. Why is he blessed? Because he has a woman at home that makes sure that he has clothes on his back, food in his stomach, and the ability to go to the marketplace and do work. The ability of a mother and and, and a nurturer and a wife to help her husband succeed in the business world is phenomenal because if he's happy at home, he can be at happy on the job. Awesome last as E is for eternity. Moms are moms for eternity. For some of you that you thought that your child was going to move out of the house at 22, and he's still there, you're thinking it's eternity. Because guess what? Our culture says they're not moving out till they're 28 or 30. And I just heard some of you groan real deep on that. But it's called the millennials and adulting. Out in Maryland, there's an adulting class that teenagers are taking to learn how to run a plunger in the kitchen sink because they've never done it before. We've let them be on the computer and we've ran them to sports events and we've ran them to school, but we've never let them do basic things of life. How do you write a check? Well, I don't need a check. I've got a credit card. Simple things that we just, you know, how you boil water? Uh, put it in the microwave? I don't know. Uh, it just on goes the list of things I've never done. And shame on us. And so that's why 
they're not being adults until they're 30 years old because it's taking them to realize, first of all, they have to realize, I've got a college degree and I can't even put a plunger in the sink. I've got a college degree, but I don't know how to change the tire on my car. I've got a college degree, but, but how do you get a house ready to paint? And so they, they are, they first of all have to admit, I don't know. Second of all, they have to admit, I'm willing to learn. And if that happens, then they can begin to become an adult. But mother, you're going to be mother for eternity. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all the people that he might give eternal life to those you have given him. This is coming out of John chapter 17. Now, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Jesus is speaking definitely about eternity. And he's preparing his people that I'm going back to heaven and I'm going to be there for eternity. And he's wanting us to realize that eternity is really real and that we can have eternity with him. And eternity begins today as we say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I want to live for you all the days of my life. Jesus sits at the right hand of God the Father, lifting up mothers today, lifting up children, hoping they'll be obedient, hoping they'll take time to respect their mother and celebrate Mother's Day. So, Mother, you are awesome. You're always on the job. You always protect. You always love. Mom, you're awesome because you're all the time washing. Mom, you're awesome because you're an encourager. Mom, you're awesome because the strength God gives you. Mom, you're awesome because you're an overcomer. You're not defeated by Satan's plan. You're an overcomer. You're victorious in Christ. Mom, you're awesome because you manage our home well. And Mom, you're awesome because you realize that eternity is at stake and you've brought that child to church so that eternity will be solved in that child's heart early in life that he plans to live for Jesus all the days of his life. Mom, you're awesome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord, to realize that life is short at its very longest. And Lord, as we take time today to honor moms, we realize just how awesome we all have been. For Mom, you're incredible. You're unbelievable. And you're awesome.